Will Damien O'Connor lose his seat on the West Coast? I think he's got every chance of losing it. I was over at AgFest, when was that, October of last year, and it would be fair to say I don't think he was the flavour of the month with the locals. I'm not saying he's a bad electorate MP. I think he's actually a good bloke, but I'm not sure. I, I think Labor's done too much damage in the provinces. And, you know, this is the same party, isn't it, folks, that's importing coal from Indonesia to fire up Huntley? What do they do on the West Coast? They dig up coal. Phil Duncan joins me. Phil, what do you make of the... Are you a politico? What electorate are you in in Auckland? You know I am. I'm very much... I love that. It was brilliant what you just did. Well, um, am I, you, well the reason, it's good that I bring you in because you were there with me. I was. Yeah, and, and I would be the frostiness. Look, like frostiness. He had to have stand-up arguments in the aisles, basically wandering along Agfest. You know, you like, know what's interesting is I actually think Chris Hipkins is doing a really, really good job, but he's he's just got like the really tough party at the moment to manage. So I kind of think this election is going to be absolutely fascinatingly close. Uh, between the two parties, the two main parties, I mean. Okay, hey, hey, just a text coming in, and I need I need to apologise on behalf of NZME, not me. Jamie, I thought you were a big golf lover. I am. I love it. It hates me. Daniel Hiller, Hillier winning the um, British Masters, and you give us boring and lame Ashes stories. Sorry about that, texter. You're dead right, but I was only reading what was on the 12.30 uh, bulletin. That is a great victory uh, by him. Greg Turner, Sir Bob Charles, and now Daniel Hillier. What a great result. Anyhow, Phil, so... Uh, Weather-wise, I think we can confirm that winter's here. I asked people from around the country to send in their out-of-tens for wetness, and most places in the country, it would be fair to say, with the exception of South Canterbury and Ashburton, it would appear, are going with kind of 7, 8, 9 and 10 out of 10 for wetness. Yeah, I totally agree with you. In fact, uh, last week I made a joke to someone and a farmer in the Hauraki Plains in Waikato, and I said to him, you know, hopefully the rain stops soon because otherwise you'll return to a swamp again. And he said, it already is. Uh, and I was down at my parents' place in eastern Waikato at the weekend, and it's unbelievably wet. You know, the, the ground is as saturated as it gets. Waikato doesn't make the news because it's so flat. They don't get the big slips and the landslides and the road closures. But the farms are really, really muddy at the moment. And I think, you know, they probably couldn't handle another month's worth of really heavy rain. So hopefully um, our new Climate Watch update is out this afternoon. And, and we are seeing more of a westerly drive to our weather for the month ahead, which is not the greatest news for Waikato, but everyone else, it's pretty much what we want to hear. And by the way, just speaking of Waikato again, even though I'm saying there is more rain on the way, probably another 80 to 100 millimetres for the next couple of weeks still to come through, um, that might be the sort of start of the end of it all. You know what I mean? Like we, we, The El Nino pattern is now showing signs of showing up. I see, I've just had a text in Northland, 10 out of 10. They've, they've been hammered, haven't they? So Yeah, I mean, the whole country is saturated except, as you say, for Canterbury. Canterbury's in a pretty good place. Manawatu, uh, they weren't too bad a week ago, but they've had plenty of rain coming through. But Manawatu was another dry area. And about... Two and a half, this is crazy, but about two and a half, three weeks ago, East Cape, soil moisture levels at East Cape were actually getting below average for this time of year. So that's all obviously reversed now. But I do think, as, as I just put out the, um, I just recorded the Climate Watch video, haven't published it just yet, but the, the theme over the next few weeks is certainly a lot more order to the chaos. June was unbelievably chaotic. 
July, high pressure comes in to the north of us, low pressure to the south of us, lots of westerlies in between. Well, we need that. Are you officially declaring El Nino's here? No. Um, no. In fact, I was pushing back a bit on it because even though it is definitely forming, um, it's good to remember that the last La Nina we had was supposed to fade out around about Christmas, New Year's Eve, early January, and it took until the end of March. So these climate you know, drivers are slow and they take a while to get going. So I think we might still be another month or so away. But the next update from the Australians who, who we monitor the, for the best Pacific-wide updates, they, their next update's tomorrow. So um, hopefully they don't say anything dramatically different to what, what we've said today. But we're not expecting any major changes just yet. OK, Phil, always good to chat to you on the country. I've got to leave a bit of time for Steve Wynne Harris's valedictory here on the country. I'll catch you next Monday. Cheers, mate.